You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall podcast, broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. The building is over 336,000 square feet and is full of over 600 classics for sale and 300 barn finds on display. Check out all the inventory on the website, ClassicAutoMall.com. If you have any questions for our host or guest, email us at podcast at ClassicAutoMall.com during the live broadcast times of 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays. Now, on to the show with our host, the president of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart Howden. Steve, thank you very, very much, and welcome to the inaugural uh, Classic Auto Mall podcast. This is something that we've wanted to do for a long, long time, but, you know, business kind of gets in the way, and you have to just do what you do, and eventually... Uh, you say, you know what, we're going to add another element to our business. And, and the element is this podcast that we're broadcasting live on Saturday mornings uh, here from our facility in Morgantown, Pennsylvania, on the Turnpike. Uh, you can't miss us if you drive by. Uh, honk your horn if you're uh, in the area and passing by. And today you can really see us out on the Turnpike because we have a classic car show uh, in the parking lot. So in addition to the 600 cars inside uh, for sale, the 350 barn finds. We're probably going to have about 400 cars uh, in our parking lot for the Chariots of Fire, which is a a charity-based car show uh, put on by Pastor Weed, who's going to be a guest in our third segment here uh, coming up in about uh, 25 minutes or so. And uh, he'll tell you a lot about what they do and and why they do it. But it's wonderful to have that because, you know, if if, if you've got a 40-acre parking lot, uh, you certainly want to utilize it. And uh, if we have uh, 200 guests in here inside the mall walking around, we only use up a, a, a small portion of it. So it's nice to have uh, the parking lot full activity going on. It's a beautiful sunny day. I think the high today is going to be 80 degrees here. So uh, it'll be a great, great day. So what we wanted to do, this is show 0001. So this is the first show that we've ever done uh, from our facility here, and we hope to do many, many more. I think Joe Rogan's up to 1,700 episodes. Of course, his are you know four hours long, and this is an hour long. So, uh, But we're going to have some special guests as we go forward. We're going to have some interesting people that, uh, that we know that will come on air with us, and uh, we hope that you'll enjoy it. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can send us an email at podcast at classicautomall.com. Uh, we have two wonderful engineers helping us, Ethan and uh, Steve Safir, and uh, they're going to help us uh, with all the technical side of it. And uh, eventually we're going to film the show. Uh, we're going to have it on YouTube. It's going to be on Spotify and iTunes, which I don't even think it's iTunes anymore. I think it's Apple Music. Uh, and so we'll have uh, all those outlets to be able to listen to this. So if you don't get to catch it live on Saturdays, uh, you can always go back to the archives and listen to it. And eventually we'll have it on our own website as well, which is classicautomall.com. Uh, if you haven't been to our site, you know, please do. Uh, there's a, a bunch of cars on there for sale. There's some information about what we do here. And uh, also some. Uh, uh, there'll be some things that we'll add to it as time goes on. So, uh, And if you have any suggestions or questions or 
comments or concerns or whatever, just feel free to reach out to us uh, uh, at any time, either through our, our email or you can call us directly uh, uh, at the Classic Auto Mall. Uh, we don't take calls directly to our show here yet. We may at some point in time, but for now, we're uh, just going to take emails. So uh, if you have any questions, like I said, reach out to us. So I guess we could start with, you know, how did how did I start out in the business? What how did what prompted me to get into classic cars and cool old cars and muscle cars and exotic cars and race cars and all that? I think it started with 99 cents. And that was at the Woolworth in Knoxville, Tennessee, when my mom bought me a matchbox or a Hot Wheels car. I don't remember which one was the first one. But that kind of piqued my interest in vehicles. And so that's, you know, I think a lot of us started that way. And a lot of us uh, um, became car fans because of a a toy car that we got when we were a kid. And so you kind of start that way. And then as you progress and get older and get to the age where uh, you're thinking about mini bikes and motorcycles and all that stuff, it's uh, uh, a, a natural progression that you go to that. And then the next thing is, is that, oh man, you get to turn 16. Now you get to drive a car legitimately. So um, when I turned 16, um, I, of course, got my driver's license at 8.01 a.m., like uh, any red-blooded American would do. Although nowadays the kids don't seem to be as concerned about it. I know that uh, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and his, his uh, son turned 16, and I said, oh, you must be at the driver's license office today. No, he's going to get it in the next couple of weeks. And I thought, wow, <laughs> I wouldn't have missed that one minute of extra driving to save my soul. So, um, so anyway, that's kind of how I got into the car business and, and, or thinking about cars and loving cars and the cool kid in the neighborhood who had the cool car was always the, you know, thing that we, we always watched. And, uh, growing up in East Tennessee, there was a lot of cool cars and, and, uh, a lot of things that, uh, we saw that I didn't know what they were at the time, but I thought, man, this is, that's cool. I'd like to have one of those one day. And then uh, we started uh, driving, of course, at 16, and uh, I never really realized there was a way to make a living in classic car world. And I was in the music business, uh, ended up in in, uh, Branson, Missouri, uh, which is a a tourist town in southwest Missouri, and we were in the live music theater business there. And the local guy who put on a classic car auction uh, asked if he could lease our facility for a weekend to hold a classic car sale, a two-day classic car sale, and uh, wanted to do it twice a year there. So he started setting this thing up, and I thought, man, that's a light bulb going off. I think I could, that's a business that, that I could be involved in classic cars and be a part of. And he happened to have an agreement with eBay Motors, who had just bought Cruise International out of Auburn. And so they were there with their uh, new crew uh, at the sale in Branson, Missouri. And lo and behold, I got talking to them, and they offered me a job to come to Auburn, Indiana, and be the director of operations for this huge conglomerate eBay Cruise, which was putting on 35 classic car auctions a year uh, throughout the country. So, wow, I figured it out. I found it a way into the classic car world. And so that was an awesome experience. I mean, working for a company like eBay at the time when they were on a growth spurt uh, was amazing. And then, of course, uh, you know, just being involved in the classic car world. I mean, we were doing auctions in Florida and 
Las Vegas and and just all over the United States. Uh, we would be gone just about every weekend uh, doing a different sale at different places. So I really learned about the hobby, met a lot of wonderful people that would play a part in my life. This was 2000 and oh, right around 2000, I guess. And then uh, so you know, it was an introduction to the hobby, but, you know, it was an introduction to to collectors, to people that do business in the classic car world, whether it's insurance companies or, or transportation companies or that kind of thing. So it was really cool. I got to be a part of this community, like, right away. It was just, like, instantaneous. I went from being a guy working in the theater in Branson, Missouri, to now all of a sudden I'm flying all over the country and setting up these auctions and you know, talking to guys that I'd been reading about and, you know, and heard about, but uh, had never had the opportunity to meet. And so that was a wonderful experience. And that led to other things that I did, uh, you know, uh, met some people that uh, uh, had collections of cars and uh, went to work for them and helping manage collections. One was in Lebanon, Missouri, a large collector there, had about 550 cars in his collection. Uh, worked for him for a while, uh, did some work with a guy over in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina area who had a large collection. And it's just, you know, it was just amazing to be around all these classic cars. It's like, somebody pinch me. I'm really getting to do what I always love to do. And uh, so that was, that was really cool. And uh, that led me to... Um, going to work for uh, a gentleman in Lockhaven, Pennsylvania, Grant Miller and the Miller family. Uh, they do a classic car sale once a year um, in Lockhaven. They, they're a dealer auction normally. They do once a week. They do a dealer auction uh, every Thursday uh, at their facility. But once a year, they do a classic sale. And it's, it kind of started out just for fun. You know, It was just a, a way to participate in the hobby for them. And so they offered me a job, and lo and behold, I ended up in Lock Haven, Pennsylvania, which somebody said, are you in the witness protection program? <laughs> and I said, who's asking? <laughs> but no, so we ended up in uh, Lock Haven, Pennsylvania, my wife and I, and uh, it was an amazing experience. I met a lot of people and realized that Pennsylvania is a lot like the South. It's very friendly people. Uh, it's beautiful countryside. Uh, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle that I'm familiar with. And so that was a great thing about it. And I didn't expect that, didn't know that, didn't expect that. So, um, so we, we started that or we did that, uh, for about four years. And then I got a call from a friend of mine who said, there's a gentleman who wants to talk to you about a classic car consignment business. And I had done that in the past with, uh, we had the Branson Auto Museum, uh, which was a museum with every car for sale in Branson, Missouri. And so I had some experience in that. And so he, he reached out to me, the, the, uh, my now partner, and said, uh, yeah, we'd like, to, we'd like to see if you had a business plan for a classic car facility that would be based on consignments. And I said, absolutely. I have a, I have a business plan for that, and uh, I'd love to talk to you about it and so on and so forth. So we came to an agreement. I sent him the business plan, and he read it over. And about a week and a half later, he called me, and he said, we'd like to talk to you in person. So I said, great. So he said, come to Morgantown, and uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have a conversation. So I headed to Morgantown, realizing that I'm going further east, as I promised my wife we wouldn't move further away from the Missouri area where the kids are. And here I am talking to somebody that's two hours further east. So 
Well, we'll we'll get to that as we get to it. So, um, but anyway, so I came over here and met with my my business partner, current business partner, here at the facility. And of course, the minute I saw the facility, you know, this is a former outlet mall, three hundred thirty six thousand square feet uh, on forty acres, um, right on the turnpike, so you can't miss it. Ease of access. There was just a lot of great things going for it. But you know, to say that you're going to start a new venture and and fill it with classic cars and and uh, make it successful, man, that's a that's a tall order. So, but the more I got to talk to my partner, the more I realized that we were on the on the same page. And so uh, we we uh, we had a conversation and we decided that uh, maybe we could do something together. And he decided that he wanted the guy who wrote the business plan. Uh, to actually come run the facility. So that was going to be a leap of faith. We'll talk a little bit more about that uh, when we return. Uh, we'll talk to uh, uh, talk about the Classic Auto Mall. We'll also talk to Pastor Weed in our third segment, uh, which is coming up in about 15 minutes or so. And uh, we'll, we'll give a shout-out to him and let him tell us a little bit about their car show and what they do and how they do it. And, uh, and we'll also explain a little bit more about Classic Auto Mall and the, the history of it, and where, how we've gotten to where we are today. Uh, so when we return, we'll, we'll go on to that. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Um, We are doing something that we've never done before, and that is having a radio show podcast in our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And so far, so good. We got through the first segment, so <laughs> we, we, it's one of those things that uh, if you build it, they will come. Well, we hope so. Anyway, and by the way, I'm going to throw this out to you as well, too. The first person to email me for the three people that are listening, which they're all in this room. So uh, I'm going to send you a free hat. So if you email me at podcast at classicautomall.com, the first one that emails me and sends me their address, I'll send you a free Classic Auto Mall hat. So we were talking about the history of Classic Auto Mall and how I met my partner and how we decided that, uh, you know, could this be something that would work? And we took a leap of faith. I told my wife, I said, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to move a little further east. And she said, you promised me we wouldn't move any further from the kids in Missouri. And I said, but we're closer to an international airport, which has a direct flight to Kansas area, Missouri area. And so she 
reluctantly said, all right, let's follow your dream. And here we go. So here we come to Morgantown, Pennsylvania. And we walk into Classic Auto Mall, and it's massive. I mean, it is – we always like to say, where do you see this place in person? Because when you walk in the door, you realize that, oh, it's not just one little showroom here. It's about 20 showrooms full of cars. And my partner had all this barn find collection in the facility. And so then we started taking consignments, and something miraculous happened with us. And we were invited to the Philly Auto Show in about our third week of being open. So the Philly Auto Show came to us and said, look, we we want you to have a display uh, here at the Philly Auto Show, which is a new car show. Uh, and and we want you to bring 15 or 20 classic cars because it's a great draw for uh, for the customers that come to the Philly Auto Show. So not only do we get that, um, the local ABC channel came out and did a segment on us. And it was like a you know three-minute or four-minute segment they did on us. And the phone started ringing. It was unbelievable. It changed the dynamic of our um, business just almost overnight. I mean, we went from getting uh, you know one or two consignments a week to 10 or 15 consignments every week. I mean, it just really, really changed the dynamics. And then we realized that, that this was a viable business plan and that the best way for us to get consignments was to go out to these shows and events. So we not only did we do the Philly Auto Show, we bought a truck and trailer and started going to other shows. And I'm talking about every type of show, from a church parking lot to uh, Hershey and Carlisle and kind of everything in between. And so we we really realized that that was the way to 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 make this business grow. And so grow it has. I mean, we have gotten to the point where we're consigning, you know, over 100 cars a month. Uh, we're selling, you know, 70, 80, 100 cars some months. Um, you know, it's kind of, you know, if you build it, they will come. We don't always know that. We just always thought if we could sell one car a day in, in a month, then, gosh, we'd die and go to heaven. That would be the greatest thing ever. But uh, we've done that and eclipsed that. So it's pretty darn exciting to to be able to to get to that and uh you know uh, having the luck of the timing of the the philly auto show which we continue to do every year uh has been just a, a great thing for us and of course it's it's led to other things uh you know coming up in october uh, october the 6th through the 9th we're doing the uh, the hershey show is back after a year absence last year uh they are back and uh stronger than ever it looks like it's going to be this year and uh, we have a 40 by 110 at the uh, Hershey's, uh, uh, is it the Greenfield I think we're in? I think it is. I'll have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's the Greenfield. Right under the Giant Center sign, uh, there is a uh, huge grassy knoll, if you will, and we've got uh, a 40 by 100 tent. We're going to have 22 cars out there, a great presence with all our car specialists there, and uh, hope to see you there. If if you're in the area um, and you're at the show, please stop by and say hello to us. We'd, We'd We'd love to see you. Uh, and then we just got done uh, this past weekend uh, doing the Radnor Hunt Concours, uh, de Elegance, as we like to say. I got corrected on that the other day. Somebody said, I said, Elegance. And they said, it's Elegance. And I said, well, it's still Vase. It's not Vase. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, I digress from that. Um, so anyway, we did the Radnor Hunt Concours, which they were back after, uh, you know, going through all this craziness that we all went through. And uh, they had a, an amazing show uh the turnout was phenomenal uh we had a nice display in their uh, tent area with we took down i believe eight cars down there and just 
great response from lots of people and uh, really, really pleased with the, the way it all turned out and worked out. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that, that uh, being at these shows is – you just meet so many wonderful people. That's the beauty of this hobby is that our business is we're in the fun business. You know, we, we're, we're, we make people happy. We, we, you know, their dream car, they get to come and purchase here at classic auto mall. And we have repeat customers that come back time and time again. And it's just, it's a fun business. I mean, it's still a business and it still requires work and effort and hard, you know, and doing all the things that a normal business requires. But, you know, it beats doing a lot of things that you could be doing. And, and every time that I go walk through or ride through our facility here, uh, we use electric golf carts because not because we're lazy, which we are, but because we, um, uh, you know, you just can't get enough done in a day if you, if you don't use the carts. If you're trying to walk around the whole place, I mean, my goodness, you'll, you know, you'll never get anything else done. So, we do ride in golf carts, but it's not because we're lazy and that's what we're sticking to. So, but the other side of the coin is, is that we, uh, when you're driving through here and, and you're focused on your day and your business, you forget that you're surrounded by hundreds of cool cars. So, you know, you have to stop and smell the roses every once in a while. And we are, I'm trying to do that more often. So, um, and, and, you know, the guys that, that we hire to be here are, are car enthusiasts. We don't necessarily hire our car specialists, we, is, is what we call them. And uh, they are. They're specialists. They know old cars. They know classic cars. Uh, they know about the hobby and the business. And, uh, and, and we, we want them to, to help our clients and customers, not, uh, not trying to force them to buy something they, they don't need or don't want or doesn't fit what they need. Uh, you know, we get that all the time. We'll get a, a, a customer who will walk in and, and want to buy something for their daughter. And, uh, you know, they want to buy something because they think it's cool without thinking through the fact that, you know, is this the right car for a girl or their 16 year old son? And they're looking at a car with 600 horsepower. You know, that's not the right thing for your son or daughter. That's a, that's a car that, that, that requires uh, knowledge and skills that you don't get your first year of driving. And so it's one of those things that, that we try to, to instill upon our guys is that, you know, Put the right guy in the right car, the right person in the right car, and uh, make sure we don't just sell something just for the the, the fact of selling it. Uh, and then, you know, that's how we've continued to grow this with guys who are knowledgeable and can talk to our clients and, and that kind of thing. And then, of course, March of 20 happened and the brakes kicked on and all of a sudden we're closing our business. So we're thinking, well, this was fun while it lasted and, uh, you know, it was nice and Nice to get to know Southeast Pennsylvania and little old Morgantown, but I guess we'll uh, pack our bags and go somewhere else. Well, guess what? During COVID-19, the phones never stopped ringing. We kept taking calls. People kept calling us and wanting to buy cars. And so we really weren't taking a whole lot of consignments in during that time, but the sales were happening. And luckily, we had about 650 cars in inventory at the time. So... um, we were able to weather the COVID-19 storm and, you know, without getting into too much detail on it and all that stuff, because it is what it is. We got through it and we were able to maintain and we paid the bills and kept the lights on, which we were really surprised because, 
you know, we thought, well, you know, this is it. I mean, and and what happened is is that people were home and they were anxious to do something, and so they started buying cars. And most of our business is online anyway, and so it was almost a perfect scenario that we were able to somehow get through it. So uh, it was exciting for that uh, time because. Uh, we just didn't expect it. So um, thank you to all of our customers who continued to support us and, and continued to uh, buy cars from us and promote us. And, you know, we weren't doing the shows out on, uh, on the fields because there weren't any shows to be had and there was no shows to be had here, but the phones and the internet uh, never slowed down. So um, thank you for everybody who, who helped make that happen. And, and if you have any ideas of shows that we should be attending or should be involved with, you know, reach out to us and let us know, you know, podcast at classicautomall.com. Uh, you can call us directly at the, uh, at the facility here, uh, 888-227-0914 is our phone number here at Classic Auto Mall. And, and if you have any questions or ideas or, or anything like that, you know, we'd love to hear from you and, uh, and, and talk to you uh, uh, about uh, anything Classic Auto Mall. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, uh, this is something, this is, this is more of our hobby than our business. We love it. We're passionate about it. We're passionate about cars. Uh, we hope that that shows to our clients and to, you know, people that are, that are listening and, and, uh, or, or seeing our advertising and that kind of thing. Uh, we hope that, uh, you know, they'll, they'll understand that, uh, you know, what we do is what we love, and, and we hope to uh, make them love it and enjoy it as well, too. So when we return, we're going to have the world-famous Pastor Weed on, uh, who puts on the Chariots of Fire car show that's actually going on here today. Honk your horn if you're passing us on the turnpike, and we'll talk to you on the other side of the break. Hello, Atlanta. Have you heard? Get your motor running, whether you're born to be wild or not, because on October the 2nd from 10 till 2 at Roswell City Hall, we're hosting a car show unlike anything Roswell has seen, benefiting St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and free to the public. Guests will enjoy an array of exquisite, rarely seen cars, boats, bikes, plus vendors with both automotive and art themes, along with local brewery from the earth hosting a beer garden, offering a lunch menu, coffee barista, snow cones, photo booth and face painting. Fun for all the family. Register your motor anytime up to the day of the event at atlmotoringfest.org. And for more information, call us, 770-645-6844. We look forward to seeing you Saturday, October the 2nd, in the perfect isolated space around Roswell City Hall. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised to right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors 
for patients dedicated to fighting for your healthcare freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Hello, Atlanta. Have you heard? Get your motor running. Whether you're born to be wild or not, because on October the 2nd from 10 till 2 at Roswell City Hall, we're hosting a car show unlike anything Roswell has seen, benefiting St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and free to the public. Guests will enjoy an array of exquisite, rarely seen cars, boats, bikes, plus vendors with both automotive and art themes, along with local brewery from the earth hosting a beer garden, offering a lunch menu, coffee barista, snow cones, photo booth, and face painting. Fun for all the family. Register your motor anytime up to the day of the event at atlmotoringfest.org. And for more information, call us, 770-645-6844. We look forward to seeing you Saturday, October the 2nd, in the perfect isolated space around Roswell City Hall. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back. Uh, don't forget to visit our website, www. No, it's www.classicautomall.com. I don't even think you have to say the www anymore, but uh, who knows? Anyway, we have our first guest ever. On show number zero 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 one <laughs> is Pastor Weed from the Chariots of Fire Car Show, and Pastor Weed has been coming to Classic Auto Mall since day one, really, yes. right? Yes, from and, the beginning. Yeah, from the very beginning. The first car show was when here? Didn't oh, we? about six years ago, maybe. Yeah, something six like, years ago. It's, yeah, it seems shorter. Yeah, or yeah. longer. <laughs> but yeah. you know, Pastor Weed is one of those people that really got behind classic automall when we we started out yes. it was and it was his support and others like him that helped grow this business and uh and make it what it is today so thank you for that and welcome thank you for the honor of being the very first guest <laughs> yes this is this is exciting it really is exciting <laughs> and so tell people a little bit about how you got into the car show business okay what happened how did that start okay started back in uh 2000 the year 2000 2020 excuse me uh, no, 2000. <laughs> i got to go with my 20s here. And uh, we at our church, we were having a car show for the fathers right. the day before Father's Day. We thought that would be a real nice thing to do. Right. And we advertised and told other churches about it. And then we spread the word around the car community. And uh, we, so we had a day before Father's Day car show. 
It was really good, very enjoyable, and uh, the attendance was good. And everybody said, "Let's do this again next year." Right. And you know, being a pastor, I was I was already with my full responsibilities, and uh, it was it was wearing me out getting that car show uh, <laughs> right. off the ground. Uh, in fact, right outside, I just parked a fellow right now. He has the car called the Poison Dart. He and his father had just built a pro street automobile. It's top class right and they brought it and they put it in the very first parking spot and uh we we he's he's here today fantastic and he, and he comes to our shows regularly that's fantastic unfortunate thing was after he and his father went to their very first show with their very first car that they mm-hmm. just built he called me on the phone and he said pastor can you do my father's funeral oh my goodness i said you know did your father, father that I just met, right. I thought maybe a no. He said my father just oh. passed away. Wow! I said absolutely. Sure. Kind of locked something in. Sure. To the idea of pastoral ministry right. and cars. Sure, absolutely. And that and that link in that chain <laughs> hasn't been broken yet. <laughs> so you took the car show from the church. Yes. To where did you did you then to, to Boeing? Then, yes. It, well, the car show got so popular, right. everybody was asking for one in the fall. <laughs> <Right>. So we <laughs> of course. So we approached Boeing helicopter, right, which is a massive parking lot and uh, in the Philadelphia area. And uh, we did our first show there. And again, very successful, and everybody wanting to do it every year. Mm-hmm. So we got on a pattern of a spring car show and a fall car show, a spring right. car show and a fall car show. Then uh, it started to break out from there. And right. uh, so then uh, we, we moved up to now we're doing five car shows, and now we do all five of them here at this location. It seems like you're here every week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it's, well, you know, when, when, when you're doing a car show, it can almost be like trying to plug together all these missing parts. Sure. But when we do it again and again and again at the same location – it becomes very much easier. Sure, uh, I, I could actually sit here, and I'm not I'm not running around out in the <laughs> nobody's missing you crazy. quite yeah, as bad. That's right. right. <laughs> they can they can get by. So so that's that works good. Well, you have uh, a great group of volunteers that help you. That as well, is too, the key. Right? The, the, our our car shows are different than uh, other car shows, and then usually car shows are put on by car clubs. Right. We don't have a car club. Sure. We just have Jesus. <laughs> well, he's got a pretty big car club, doesn't he? Yeah. So, so, so uh, most of the people are accustomed to being volunteer workers, right. at church and everything. Sure. So we just this is another outreach ministry that I felt God calling me to, sure, uh, on behalf of the church and behalf of the Lord and uh, uh, people in the church and pastor uh, people that I pastored in the past. Sure. Uh, they just keep on. Participating. Fantastic. And how many cars are we expecting today? We're expecting 300 to 350. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now, is what's the biggest show that we do here? Would that be the fall one? The, fall one, the fall one coming up. And what's the, the date on that? Do you the, remember? That, uh, yes, that is uh, November the 12th. Right. And then we have another one in October. We have three right. three months in a row now for, right. for the fall. We're doing a show. The other one is October 16th. Right. And so, and you award trophies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's your sweet yes. spot. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's our wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. How many trophies will you give out today? We're going from? to give out 100 trophies wow. today. 100 trophies. Wow. And these aren't little $5 trophies. Sure. These are very, very nice trophies. Sure. Uh, two things happen. Uh, one is I have a friend who uh, is a, a car uh, – is a big company that mm-hmm. rebuild engines. Right. 
and they break the engines down, and then any pistons they can't use, they put aside for Pastor Weed. Nice. And then I go and get them from him, and then I put these pistons together, and we make them into a trophy. Oh, fantastic. So we call them the piston cups. And you uh, also recycle trophies as well, too, yes, don't you? Yes, that's right. And we receive lots of trophies from car people mm-hmm. who are running out of room on their shelves, yeah. <laughs> uh, or, or they are, they're tired of those and are looking for new ones. Sure. Or, uh, unfortunately, sometimes there's been a, a, a death. Sure, absolutely. And, and the wife is looking for a place for her, her husband's trophies to be donated sure, to. Sure, sure. And, and we've we, been on the receiving end of that. We see the same thing here. Yeah. I mean, a widow, a husband will yeah. pass, and then they'll have cars for sale. Yes. And then the wife will say, oh, and by the way, he had all these books. Do you want those? And, yes. of course, we always say yes. Yes. And we have a room that's full of books. Eventually, we're going to have to figure out something to really do with them, like make a library. Library, yeah. I mean, you know, they say, you know, with the Internet, oh, everything's on the Internet. That's not entirely true. No. Not everything is on the Internet. There are things that you cannot find on the Internet. Yes. Um, Some things that are still only in books. I mean, as time goes on, maybe that will be an an old school way of thinking. But I'm an old school kind of guy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) My dad was an architect, and he always said he he didn't like computers, and so he was I always said he was born 20 years too late. Of course, I think a lot of people say that thing. So um, so you're in your, what, 20th year of doing these car yes, shows. Yes, uh, Where do you see the future of it? Uh, growing, growing, really? growing, growing. Uh, it, it's something that has caught on so well that there are so many places that are going, hey, let's do a car show. Sure. Hey, let's do a car show. Sure. Uh, and it's kind of like every weekend now, if we imagined it as a piece of uh, a pie, right. you can only cut the pie so many little cuts. Absolutely. And then it starts to get, you know, you know not not as not, a, re, not as rewarding. Or filling. Yeah, or, <laughs> filling. Pie. Yeah. Uh, or filling. Or <laughs> yeah. filling. Keep the analogy going. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, I mean, we get requests all the time for car shows. And the, and the thing, most of our time, though, it's it's a club. Like you said, you're not yeah. necessarily a club. So we'll get a club of the, the Pontiac Club, and they'll uh-huh. want to bring 20 of their members out here, yes. 30 members out in the yeah. parking lot, and then yeah. tour the facility. Yes. And, uh, and so that's a wonderful thing. But theirs is more self-serving that, you know, they're trying to promote their club. Right, get new members and yeah. and fees and all the different things. Yours is it's not. It's not yes. for profit. Right, uh, it's nonprofit. Right. We're, we're uh, you know under a church umbrella. Sure, and uh, we we do a food drive along with our car show. Right, and then in the fall, which we're coming up now, we're going to be doing. We raise funds to buy turkeys right. for families who we we see and come in contact with that may have a need. Gotcha. It's not like we're uh, being like. People rely many times on the government for for what they can get from the government, sure. and that's a you. If you're down and out, the, 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 thank God we have those things in place. Sure, but uh, I grew up. Uh, I was the oldest of seven kids. Wow! And my dad just worked, 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 worked right. to, to take care of everybody. Sure. And uh, you know when I, I, that impression's on my life. Sure. Absolutely. And I think about all these families, these young families. And if we can get them a turkey for Thanksgiving and just say, this is from Chariots of Fire Ministries, sure. and uh, this is from the people that care, uh, you know, just to be a blessing to them sure. and lighten the load at Thanksgiving. And when they say their Thanksgiving prayer, they could say, hey, God bless uh, Chariots of Fire. Well, and, you know, some you, you take things for granted that you can and, and have in your life and my yeah. life and all of that. And it, you shouldn't take it for granted because 
I've been there. I've not yeah. there there, yeah. but I've been. You know, we've we raised five kids. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. not cheap. Yeah. Now, the one thing I'm glad that you don't do is you didn't take a lesson from WKRP, the television show, and drop the turkeys out of a, a <laughs> helicopter. helicopter, blow them all over the. <laughs> Might over here at the mall. I think we could fly them over and drop them down, and uh, maybe try to hit the bucket or something. But uh, you, no. rem- you remember that episode? <laughs> well, that's because I'm old. <laughs> a lot of people have no idea what that reference is. Google it. That is one thing you will find on. Yeah. The internet. So, but that's a wonderful thing because, you know, helping others is what it's all about. Yes. I mean, you know, our hobby is like that. Ever notice a classic car broken down on the side of the road? There's mm-hmm. usually five guys stopping yeah, right. because right. they're part of the hobby, they're yep. part of it, and, yep. and they feel a kindred spirit. Yes. You know, I always tell people I meet people at car auctions and car shows and car events that I could probably never get to, you know, I call them on the telephone, they never take my phone call. But mm-hmm. we're on level playing field because we're all into cars. That's right. So that's we have a commonality. Truth. Yes. And then for you to make it a nonprofit and to, to be a help to people, I yes. mean, that just makes it a win-win. Yes. Win. And, of course, you know, we want to continue doing these shows yes. with you for, yes. forever. You there know? you go. Thank you. you know, Thank you. It's, yeah. It's, it's, That's, it's good to feel that support and that sure. the, the people behind you. you well, know? it really is. Because we know yeah. from our own experience in yeah. starting Classic Automall yeah. that it, this was not an undertaking of one. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's true. You know, it's and, a team. And not yeah. only do you have higher powers and all that looking over you, but you got to have a good crew of people that, yeah. are, that surround yourself with. That's and, for sure. And we have that. I mean, we have a, a great bunch of guys who are our car specialists and our promotions guys and just everybody that works for us. Or we have a spec writer and, and just mm-hmm. all these different elements that we've, yeah. we've filled with this job or with this business. And it's really amazing to, to see to what's see. happened. I mean, you know, I, I remember you and I were talking about when, when we had no cars in the mallways. They were yeah. all just in the showrooms. And That's now right. almost every square inch of the building is, is full. being used. It's really being yes. utilized. And, and it's because of events like this, because you bring people out to our place. They become familiar with it. They're yeah. comfortable with it. And yeah. because you trust us, they trust us. Yeah. You know, thank you. That's yeah. important. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we, we really appreciate that. So, um, so well, the next car show is coming up in o- October, October 16th, October 16th. Yes. And then the one after that is November, November uh, 12th. November and the 12th. we call that one the Turkey run, right? <laughs> Not <laughs> the, the Turkey all drop. The, <laughs> the Turkey that all the trophies are going to have a Turkey on top. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So. Golden Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. So what kind of cars do you love what's okay. what's your favorite type of car okay i'm i'm an uh an old hot rod coupe kind of a guy gotcha yeah that's that's me that's your thing yeah so uh, i have an amazing thing going on these past two weeks and it, you, you're tied into this uh they're they're shooting a movie in new holland really yeah and uh it, it's a movie about a teacher from back in the 80s right who befriended a young fellow who was down and out mm-hmm. and he helped this young man and it helped change his life. Wow. And no one else cared about this young guy. And uh, he was down and out, and he hadn't eaten in three days. Oh, my. And he comes into his class, and the teacher says, you look like you, you could use a bite to eat. And he, like, made eye contact with me, like, how do you know? Mm. Well, the kid was put out of his house by his parents. Wow. He was homeless. Yet he still kept coming to school. He hadn't eaten in three days. He's been living in his car. Mm. And the teacher gives him one of those big, giant Hershey almond bars. <laughs> the ones that are like a foot long and four, four six, six inches high. Look like, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, that, that was like giving him a turkey. Sure. Thanksgiving. Sure. 
and he was eating it during the class. And the teacher would, while he's lecturing, make eye contact with him, but he didn't stop him from eating. He wow. said he could see, and they both met, had eye contact with each other. That was the start of something that saved this young man's life. Wow. Well, they're doing a movie about it. There's a book called Brave the Dark. Right. And they're taking that book, and they're putting it into a movie form, and they're shooting it right there in oh, New Holland. I'll be darned. Well, they needed cars for being on the street and sure. in the parking lots and everything. So I've been helping them, <laughs> uh, kind of connecting, uh, trying to connect the car guys right. with the movie. Fantastic. Because car guys love showing their cars off. Yeah. That's yeah, the one yeah, thing they yeah, love the most. Yeah. And uh, so there's going to be, I hope the people will be here today to look at some of the cars I already have uh, mentioned to on right. the lot would fit the, the what they're looking for. That's terrific. Of course, yeah. you, know, you know what you've done to my business now. See, now these movie cars. Yes, the so movie the cars. the provenance will be, uh, oh, it's a movie car, so I'm yeah. going to have to ask more money for it. <laughs> well, that, that, no, that's a good that, thing. That is the pitch that, that I'm giving to the guys. I said, sure. they're not going to pay you, yeah. but you're going to get a certified paper saying your car appeared in the movie. That's fantastic. Brave the Dark, and it'll be certified and everything. You know? So, if yeah. You, if you catch a ball at a baseball game, you just take it home and never have it authenticated. Right. It's just a baseball. Yeah, absolutely. But, but just, authenticated, it's got a lot more value. Well, we get a lot of guys who bring cars here. They tell us that it's got provenance and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And it, it it's only hearsay. It's yeah. not. So anyway, Pastor Weed, thank yeah. you so much for being thank our first you. guest thank on you our very show. Much. And when we return, I'll be doing some more jibber-jabber about jibber-jabber. We'll, we'll see you on the other side. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We are back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast live from the Classic Auto Mall in beautiful, sunny downtown Morgantown, Pennsylvania, right on the turnpike and an hour west of Philly, uh, hour east of Harrisburg, hour east of Hershey. Ooh, we're testing my geography here. <laughs> we're close to a lot of things and within an hour from here, so we'll leave it at that. Oh, wasn't that nice? It was great talking to Pastor Weed. What a great guy, and uh, we'll have him on again and, and help promote what he does because what he does is is help people, and you know that's what this world is all about. So um, so anyway, as we've discussed, uh, you know, our business uh, is – this facility that we're in is just amazing. Uh, it was a former outlet mall. Um, built in 1985 by Kimmons Wilson, the founder and star, uh, the president of the Holiday Inn Corporation. And so he built the outlet mall and a holodome, which I don't even know what that means, but I think it means there's a 
center that's empty and you have a swimming pool and it's like five stories tall, but there's no rooms in the center and you look all the way up to the roof and there's a swimming pool and a full service restaurant and bar and 188 rooms. And it's connected with walkthrough access to our facility. So that's awesome. You know, we've got clients that come in and want to look at a car the next day. They can stay right there, walk through, have breakfast, walk through and, and come see what we're doing. And, uh, and then it's uh, and nice when we have these larger events as well, too, that uh, uh, we can have people stay here at the facility and uh, you know they really don't have to leave they can come to the classic auto mall they can go to the car show they can eat at the restaurant in the hotel so so anyway so this outlet mall was built in 85 and uh, it was very successful it was called mom's manufacturers outlet mall one of the i guess probably one of the first ones that ever really started and then it morphed into a furniture outlet mall and we literally get people today even who come in and say i want to buy a bed frame <laughs> we're like well we don't have those anymore or they want to re- return something well it's been a, a, a few years since that so uh we we don't take furniture returns just so you know tell all your friends and neighbors uh but uh so it was a furniture outlet mall then it it was going to sell to a gentleman who was going to do some type of automotive business in here and so all the furniture tenants uh when their leases expired uh, they didn't renew them and so they all moved out and the guy decided not to do the automotive business here. So the building was empty. My partner had 400 barn finds in his collection and the family was driving him crazy because he was in facilities that could make them a lot of money, renting them out to other people. And you can't pay yourself rent. I mean, I guess you can, but you shouldn't. And uh, so they, he decided that this would be a great building for it. And then once he built, bought the building, he realized that, you know, he'd like to do a business out of it. And that's where we came into play and brought him the business plan and so on and so forth. And he also bought the hotel as well, too. So uh, the location is absolutely perfect for what we do. I mean, it's easily accessible from the turnpike. Trucks and trailers can get in and out of here to deliver or pick up cars. Uh, We're easy to find. There's not a lot of traffic here. Um, Not a lot to do here, but uh, that's why, you know, you got Classic Auto Mall. So it's a fun place to come. And in December... We get a casino right across the corner from us, caddy corner, as we like to say in the South. I don't even know what that means. It means diagonally from here. So uh, they're building a casino, the Hollywood Casino at Morgantown. And uh, we're really excited about that. We're going to probably work with them on doing some some promos and different things. And we feel like it'll make Morgantown a little bit more of a destination, which will in turn uh, bring more people to Classic Automall. And by the way, I have failed to mention We never charge an admission to come in and see the almost 900 cars in the facility. So if you want to come and bring your family um, during the week, normal business hours, 9 to 5. Wednesdays, we're here late till 8 p.m. And then Saturdays, 9 to noon. It's no admission. So come one, come all. And uh, all we ask is you don't touch the cars. And if you if you're interested in a car or want some help with a car, then, you know, please find one of our car specialists and be glad to help you. But. That's the only real rule we have is don't touch the cars or drool on them, you know. So <laughs> we, we'd prefer you not to do that. So anyway, um, so we ended up with this site, and we created this consignment program that's uh, done extremely well. well. Uh, and again, like the no admission to the facility, we don't charge any upfront fees to consign your car with us, and we don't charge any monthly fee for your car to be with us. So uh, we do a 90-day agreement uh, on consigning your car with us, and that's just to have a reference point just so we kind of know where we started but we'll keep the car here till it sells uh you know some cars take longer than others uh we end up with uh you know cars that may be so niche 
that's the biggest word I'm going to use all day, uh, that that it takes the, a while to find the right buyer. So even, you know, in theory, had some cars that have been here for six months uh, before they sell. But that's the, you know, that's that's the outlier. That's not the norm. Uh, most of the cars sell within a reasonable amount of time if they're reasonably priced. And uh, and we can help with that as well, too, with pricing and all that. So our program is simple. You call us and say, hey, I got an XYZ to bring. And, and you know, we, we kind of talk about value and that kind of thing. We send you the paperwork ahead of time. One of the things we learned with COVID is we don't need to sit here and fill out paperwork for an hour with you. We send it home to your home and you do it at home and then bring it with you when you bring the car in. You bring us the car. We do a walk around. If it needs a detail, we have a detailer on staff. We do a full set of pictures of your car. Uh, we put it uh, up on the lift and do undercarriage pictures of it. Uh, we have a guy who just specs the car, so he'll take all the numbers off the engine and uh, off the transmission and the rear end and everything, and he'll he'll determine what those are and if that's the original, uh, what the car was built with or born with, as we'd like to say. And then, uh, and then we have a writer, a content editor, and he takes all that information and the pictures and writes a story about your car. And then we put it out on 65 websites all over the world and wait for the phone to ring or the emails to come in or, or vice versa. And, uh, and, and the process has been really amazing. We've done uh, extraordinarily well. Uh, we sell a bunch of cars every month. We can sign a bunch of cars every month. And it just keeps growing and growing and growing. We have the space to hold 1,200 cars in the facility. So we're not quite there yet, but uh, we're getting there. And, of course, my, my partner keeps saying, well, maybe we need to sell off a few of my barn finds, which uh, is always tough to do because they're kind of like your babies. <laughs> so we, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. So, but in the meantime, we have plenty of room. Uh, if you have a great car to sell, uh, reach out to us. Let us know. Uh, we always say our tagline is your pride and joy is our pride and joy. And we mean that. We mean that if you've got a car that's um, your baby and and it doesn't have to be a high dollar car. It doesn't have to be a $100,000 car, a $50,000 car. You know, um, we're not uh, we're, we're not. We take all types. So we do have those type of cars, and we have million-dollar cars in here. Uh, but for the most part, the cars that uh, that we sell the most of are usually in the thirty to 50000 range, just like anything else is. They are, they're the ones that are, are the most popular and, and, I guess, affordable, if I could dare say affordable in, in that price point. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's um, – it's it's it is what it is. The economy is what it is, and 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 money is flowing in the country still. And overseas buyers are are still buying cars, and we sell a lot of cars overseas. And that's due to the proximity to the port that helps a lot. You know, when we had a facility in Branson, Missouri, we thought, oh, this is great. We're in the center of the country. No, we were just far from everybody. <laughs> when you're in the center of the country, you're far from everybody. So. That made sense to us. The, the East Coast has been really good to us, and especially this part of the world. Uh, what we found in, in southeast Pennsylvania is this is car culture like nobody's business. Between Hershey and Carlisle, the racetracks that are around here, the drag strips, the, uh, the car events, the Pastor Weeds who do you know five shows a year. Um, this is car, car culture, and people are into cars around here as much so in Southern California or South Florida or Arizona or any place that you'll find on the earth. It's just a, an amazing culture of cars. I can't tell you how many collections I've been to 
that I'm driving down this road that I've driven down 20 times and I go down this gravel drive and the barn behind the house and you open it and it's like Shangri-La, you know, it's Nirvana. It's this whole collection of, you know, pre-war Rolls Royces or a whole collection of muscle cars or a whole collection of supercars. And they, and this happens like once every, once a month, I'll get a call about a collection like that, that I've never even heard of. And, uh, and so it's amazing. And, and so we realize that, but one of the things that we are uh, focusing on with our business is, is inviting consignments to come from a further distance because, you know, people take their cars to auctions and auctions are great. Listen, I've been in the classic car auction business a number of years, and we'll talk about that in future episodes. But, uh, you know, I've been in that business for a number of years and that's a great way to go if it's something you're comfortable with, but not everybody's comfortable with the auction process. Not everybody's comfortable standing on the block and, uh, and, and, and letting their pride and joy go. So, you know, with that said, um, we're going to wrap up our first show, number 0001. Did I say too many zeros? I don't think so. Maybe not. Thanks to uh, Steve and uh, um, 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 Ethan. Safir, <laughs> sorry, I, my mind is going a million miles a minute. Sorry about that, Ethan. Uh, our engineers for the show. And to my wonderful wife, Kathy Howden, who I couldn't do any of this without her. Uh, she is my rock. She is my thing to, to uh, my go-to person. Email us if you have any questions, podcast at classicautomall.com. Uh, go to our website, classicautomall.com, and you can see all of our inventory. And with that, we will see you next Saturday morning morning we appreciate your listening to our show and don't forget when you're in southeastern pennsylvania come visit us in person we're open monday tuesday thursday and friday from 9 a.m to 5 p.m wednesday is our late day and we're here from 9 a.m to 8 p.m saturdays we're open from 9 to noon and we're closed on sundays you can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at classicautomall.com to reach the show email us at podcast at ClassicAutoMall.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.